Hey gang, my name's Toby, and I'm the host of the podcast Prioritize. It's a big, bright, beautiful world out there, and at many times can be somewhat troubling and difficult to maneuver. The whole reason I started this podcast is to help people just like you, because I've been there before, and I learned a thing or two from the bruises. I'm here to help. If you've got questions, comments, or concerns about issues going on in your life, shoot me a message over at me at tobybaker.life. I don't get to all my email every single day, but when I get to yours, I'll be certain to reply the best that I can. Thanks for listening. Welcome to another episode of Prioritize. They accomplish while you drown in lists. It's difficult to juggle your responsibilities. Husband, father, brother. It goes on, but your energy doesn't. You pondering what I'm pondering? Prioritize what's right for you, not what's left behind. This is Prioritize with Toby Baker. You don't have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. <laughs> okay. How can you not love Pinky and the Brain? I mean, honestly, when you take it all into consideration, you think back to the cartoons, the day, the age, the golden age of cartoons, the beautiful thing about Pinky and the Brain, man, they just transcend generations, they transcend uh, television, streaming, whatever. I mean, it was such a beautiful cartoon. I I don't know. I don't know if there's things that can match up to that. Uh, that's probably all based on perspective. Hey, Welcome to the show. I'm glad you're with us. I am the Baker Boy himself. Welcome to Prioritize. Here we talk about prioritizing faith, family, relationships, and more. I'm glad you're here with us. Today, I want to talk with you about prioritizing action. And there's not a whole lot of mice out there that I can think of other than Pinky and the Brain who who put things into action. Uh, you know, day one, like every single day, he had a mission, he had a goal, he he des- de- de- devised a plan of action, he put that into action, and by golly, uh, he almost had it. He never gave up. He kept trying, right? He kept trying. Hey, I got a question for you. Do you recall what, uh, what you and your dad did uh, as a child? Do you remember what your dad did for you or with you? As a kid, do you remember any of the memories from back then? Do you remember your dad taking you out to Little League Baseball and, and kind of kind of rooting you on while he was on the sidelines? My daddy, he became an assistant coach. Uh, I think he liked coaching. I'm not sure. I would, I would love to say that he enjoyed uh, watching me try to play. I wasn't the best. I wasn't the worst. I'm not going to bring about some false humility. I wasn't terrible, I, I, but I certainly wasn't the best. I remember receiving a phone call towards the end of the season from the coach, and my dad was on the line uh, along with that. And, and uh, this was back when they had the the home phones. I don't know if you're old enough to recall, but um, for several decades, parents, grandparents alike, they would pay about 50 to $60 for a box to sit on the counter and every once in a while it would ring and it would be a new phone company telling you how they could save you some money about five cents per minute by switching to their their phone company they called that a telephone anyway i received a call on this so-called telephone and i picked it up it's a coach on the other side he says hey what do you think about coming out for the all-star team i believe uh, in retrospect, they were just short on people. They needed somebody for the first base. That was me. It's what I played. 
I enjoyed it. Um, like I said, it wasn't great. And there were, you know, somewhere along this season, it was awful. I, I just, I, I skunked out, man. I, I started, you know, uh, hitting the ground and the balls weren't going in the air. I wasn't getting the home runs uh, that I used to. Actually, uh, I got like one home run. But you hang on to those memories, right? You hang on to those. You hang on to you and your dad playing baseball in the front yard and, um, you, you know, you'd play through dark and it got to a point where dad wasn't seeing very well towards, you know, the end of the day in the dark time and dusk. And then you, you called it a day, you call them Gramps and pops. They put a basketball hoop in the, in the driveway. Um, they put it, you know, cemented it and put it in the grandpa built it and they both put it up and we would go out and shoot hoops for a little bit there in the, in the driveway, uh, grandpa and built a swing set they both put it in the ground and uh i got to swing for i don't know a number of years as a kid we dad loved going camping uh any chance that he could we had a pop-up camper i don't do they still make these i don't even know if they still make these maybe they're in the antique section at the um you know the antique road show or whatever but they um they used to make these pop-up campers where it was it was great it was great if you've You've never talked to anybody who owned one. See, what happens is they buy the pop-up camper with visions of sugar plums dancing in their heads, and they know it's going to be fantastic because it's going to hook up to the hitch ever so easily. Uh, everything is going to work perfect the first time out. They're going to get to the campsite, and the people are going to roll away their tents and they're going to light up an, uh, a runway for you to be able to bring your, your pop-up camper and be able to park it ever so easily. At least I think that's what the salesman sold Pops on with this pop-up camper. Because he I've never seen the guy so excited. He threw us all. We had this huge boat. We had the biggest car I'd ever seen in my life. I think it was a Chevy Impala, and it measured about the the length of our house uh, at the time, maybe a little bit longer. Uh, and I think we had like a twenty five hundred square foot home or whatever, and and it, so it, you know a massive car. I mean, this thing was a beast. It was a beast of an automobile. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it was like a tanker, and they decided to slap wheels on it, paint it blue, and say, hey, there's a Chevrolet Malibu. You can fit the whole family in there. He wasn't joking either. I'm talking about generations of family being able to fit inside the trunk. This was not your Lincoln Cadillac two-and-a-half-person two uh, trunk size, and don't ask me how I know about that number. You could fit literally the entire family inside the car. Anyway, that's what we had. He strapped the uh, the pop-up camper. We we get to the campsite, and it would take him, uh, I don't remember how long. I just remember we'd get to the campsite late at night. He would be popping up the camper, and then sometime mid-morning, I'm, I'm still waiting for the camper to be done, and, and we're ready to pull away. He's got to put it all back down, and, and off we go. So... For some odd reason, he loved camping. I I think maybe it's because when they would go on vacations, Grandpa uh, Baker would throw them all in a car and they would drive around for three months and wherever they landed, that's where they camped. So uh, I don't know. That's that's what he did. But that's you know that's one of the questions I got for you today. What do you remember about you and your dad doing together? What did he teach you in those things? And now here you are. You're a father. Maybe you're a struggling father like me. 
and you're trying to get it right, and then you get it wrong, and we get down on ourselves. I don't, maybe you don't. Maybe you're a superhero. I get down on myself because I, I think, dang it, you know, I I should have I should have said this, and I I didn't. I should have turned left, and I turned right. I should have went high. I accidentally went low. I, I should have. There's probably something else I could have said that was more encouraging than what I was trying to. I should have just shut up. That's what I should have done. Just shut up and let the moment be. Instead, I ruined it with words and. I get down on myself. I don't know. Maybe that's not you. Maybe I'm alone on this, but something tells me I'm not alone. We we try. We try hard. We try so hard because we want this camping trip. We want the basketball hoop to be just so. We want to be able to spend the time out there with the hoops. And we put all this energy and effort and resources and money and time into setting up the hoop and setting up the swing set and, and setting up the baseball diamond in the backyard or the front yard. And, and we, we really honestly want to get to that with our kids with our son we want to go to the tea party with our daughter because she's having the queen of england in and she's going to be there 2 30 sharp and by golly if we are not there we are going to be so embarrassing to our daughter and we definitely don't want to do that so we have to shut the door early to work and we get another call and we are certain that we could get out of that call and the call takes longer than what we expected. And then it arises another issue in the plan and the paperwork and the business plan. And before we know it, we look up, we've done, missed the phone call. Uh, we missed the tea party. We missed uh, the basketball game with our son on the new court that we spent all that time with because uh, we were certain that the deal was going to close in time, and it didn't. We missed the program with our kids who had the lead role as the tree or as the speaker, as the whatever, you know, the thespian. They had the lead role this time, and all they wanted was for us to be there and see them so that we could show the interest in them that we know that we have. It's just so difficult to get to. A little bit of lamenting here, I know, but bear with me for a minute because I've been there. I I thought we were doing it right and we'd get the door closed. We're on our way there and one thing after another happens and I miss the big game. I miss the opportunity with our kids. Um, I'm here to tell you today, folks, don't beat yourself up over it too much. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. That's the enemy just confounding the guilt and the shame that is all undue and it's unnecessary. The fact of the matter is you are probably beating yourself up way more than your child ever will. Children can be way more understanding than that for which we give them credit. Take a deep breath. It's not the end of the world. And we're going to put that behind us and we're going to start our next day. We're going to start this day. We're going to start tomorrow, wherever you are in your day. Just we're going to start now and we're going to start anew. And here's how we're going to do it. We're going to focus. You know why? Because you win at the things on which you focus. Think about it for a second. If you are winning in your marriage, you think that's an accident? You think you just woke up one day and you and your wife have a spectacular marriage and you have absolutely no idea how it happened. You just, boom, there it is. I I don't know. Well, this goes very well. No, I'm guessing because I've had to do it. 
you are winning at your marriage because you've focused on it. You dated your wife intentionally. You brought her flowers. You brought her chocolates. You brought her her favorite cappuccino. And that lets her know that she is on your mind. You took her hand. You 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 kissed her. You touched her the right way. You spoke with her the right way, the way she she yearns to be felt by you, the way she yearns to be talked with you, by you. You spent time beside her. You spent time with her. You prioritized her, her feelings, what she finds to be important. Maybe you didn't like looking at the hollyhocks in the backyard or going to the art show, but by golly, because it was important to her, it was important to you. You're winning with your money because you focused on it. You didn't just wake up one day and all of a sudden, hey, there's money in my account. The bills are all paid. Everything is going along smoothly. I got no idea. No, no, no. I'm guessing you placed an insurmountable amount of focus on winning with money, on making sure that you had an emergency fund. You eliminated debt. You didn't mess around with credit cards. You built up that three to six months worth of emergency fund. You laid out all your debt. You got rid of those. Those are out of the way. You paid off your house. You were generous with your money because you know that generous people are attractive. You know that, that generosity breeds generosity. You were winning at work because you put a finite amount of time and focus at your job, at your career. You didn't just haphazardly wake up and walk into it. Oh, golly gee whiz, don't know why I'm successful. You know why you're successful with your relationships and with your friendships, albeit your parents, your relatives, your siblings, your, your, your good friends, your distant friends, because you had a certain amount of focus on those relationships, on your marriage, your work, your money. And it's going to be the same way with your children because you're going to put some focus on your children. You're going to find out what's their favorite color. Do you know the favorite color of your child? Do you know their favorite activity, their favorite cartoon, their favorite thing they like to stream on Hulu, Netflix, Prime, HBO? Do they have a favorite movie they want to watch? Now, me, I'm a movie guy, so a lot of what I do deals with media, but I can tell you we spent more than one occasion doing just a, a, a living room picnic. You know, we created a fort with blankets and, and um, chairs and pillows. You ever, you remember doing that as a kid? It used to be like a big thing, right? And you had to be quiet about it because you didn't want your parents to find out that you were screwing up grandma's furniture and, and mom's antiques and you're pulling all together with blankets. And then you get down there on your on your elbows and you're, you're sneaking the Doritos and you're watching something... Uh, you know, that was totally wholesome. And the next thing you know, dad walks in like, oh, your mom's going to kill you. She finds out you mess around with the designer sheets and a blank. Is that your mom's china? Put the china back in. The- Not that this has ever happened to me, but somebody that I know, you know, has like I have a friend of mine that told me about this. So, yeah, I- I'm guessing you've been there before, right? So this is how I mean, when I was a- when I when my kids when my kids were younger, we did this thing called dad's bed, right? Like they'd be upstairs and either they would just be getting into bed or they'd been in bed for a few minutes and I'd get home from work. I'd get home from a ministry thing. I'd get home from a trip and Joyce would be like, hey, kids are, are upstairs. Just put them to bed if you want. I'll be like, yep, I'm heading upstairs. And I would, I would pound the stairs emphatically and very loudly as I could so that they knew dad's home, dad's coming upstairs 
And it's it's time. It is time for that ever so loved. I just ah, just thinking about it now. It shivers up my spine. I loved playing the game, man. I'd, I'd walk in there. They're all in bed. I'd throw them out of their bed. I'd climb into their beds. This was my bed, and I would scream, "This is Dad's bed!" And no one's gonna move me from my bed. And then for the I don't know the next 15, 20 minutes, it was just father and son magic. It was father and son wrestling. It was. It was important to me that they knew I loved them. And how did I show them I loved them? By throwing them out of their own beds. <laughs> you got to wrestle with your sons. You got to spend that time with your sons. You got to throw them out of their own bed. You got to claim that bed and make them fight for the bed. Make them fight to put you down. They don't always have to win. They don't always have to be the one that pins dad against the ground and then they win. And who cares if they do? Cheese and crackers. Spend too much time on pop psychology saying, well, don't fake win to your kids or or you always have to let your kids win in order to build up their... Oh, give me a break. Shut up. Shut up. Take that baloney somewhere else. Wrestle with your kids. Take them out on a midnight basketball run. You ever done that before? You ever throw them in the car around midnight and you go off to a, a basketball court? You just shoot the hoops for for an hour or so? Maybe you talk. Maybe you don't. That time is important, gentlemen. That time is important. They may forget what you say, but they will never forget what you do. They won't forget that time that you spent with them because it's just as important to them as it is to you. You want to win with your sons? Wrestle with them. Throw them out of the bed. Spend time with them. Have the bonfires on the back patio. Throw some music on. Show your kids how to build a fire. Show them how to roast marshmallows. Show them how to burn marshmallows. Show them what happens when you just stick the marshmallow in the flame in the fire and it just burns right up. Throw them on the back seat. Go out for some ice cream. I remember bribing our youngest with uh, the fact if he got an A on his next test and I was trying to push him, that I'll take him out and I'll, I'll buy him one of his, his favorite toys that he wants to get at the Dollar General. And he did. He came home, and he was so proud of that A-plus. He showed it to me on the grade card. He says, hey, Dad, can we go get the toy? Now, granted, I was in the middle of three different projects. And I thought for a second, can I just do this? And I thought, no, no, I want to make good on this. And the projects can wait. All of the hassles would be there upon our return. And so my son and I, we walked. I almost drove, but I thought, no, man, let's stretch this out a little bit. Let's go walk. So we walked a few blocks down to the Dollar General, and he got to pick out his toy that he really wanted and that he earned, that I promised him. Oh, my word. you never seen a bigger smile uh, on, a, on a young man. It was fantastic. It was worth every penny. Do that with your kid. This last spring break, he's, it's his senior year. He's done. He is so done. We, we didn't. We didn't really go anywhere, and I'm trying to rack my brain thinking, ah, what can we do here for spring break? Well, he had been talking about a book that he's got in his head. He's so creative. Man, he's a magnificent guy. He, he's so creative. He's got a book in his head. He, 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 like me, has such hard time finding the discipline to sit down and write. So I brought him out to my office. We throw on, um, do you know about this? They got DJs on YouTube that just spin tracks for like an hour. I didn't know about this. This is news to Toby. I'm so behind. Oh, this is this is very embarrassing. 
So I threw on the tunage. I asked him. I don't know why he declined. I asked him, you want some you want some boobly water? No. You want some espresso? No. You want some orange tea? No. Okay. All right. Grab your stuff. So we went up to the office, and for the next hour, hour and a half, we're, we're just writing. We're just writing. So I got to write with my son. I think it was the first time ever. And he thanked me for it afterward. Can you believe that? Can you believe if you do your work next to your boys, I wonder, would they thank you? Would they thank you for that afterward? Think back to the movie, The Greatest Game Ever Played. Do you remember that? With with uh, um, Shia LaBeouf, and, and uh, he played the part of Francis with Matt, and he's playing golf, and his dad keeps telling him, no, this is a foolish game. You need to stop this. You need to stop all this. And at the very end, and he wins or gets second place or something, and he's like, no, 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 give give the money to the... Um, give the money to his caddy and his dad is there. Do you remember this moment? Oh my gosh. It was, ah, I was crying. I'm, 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 I'm about in tears now. Just crying. Like picture your dad there at one of your greatest moments. And he got to witness it. Picture you there with your son in one of his greatest moments. And he gets to witness it. I want to encourage you to not miss out on your kids and their life for the sake of your business, blog, your book, your work, your fill-in-the-blank. Ever hear someone on their deathbed is like, oh, if I only had a couple more hours in the office. No, no. They're always lamenting about how they wish they would have spent more time with their family, with their boys, with their daughter. It's almost like a punchline now, but let's, well, let's change that. Can you and I change that right here, right now? Set up a time, set up a tea time with your, with your daughter. You're going to make this tea party come hell or high water. And that queen of England is not going to show you up. You are going to show up at that tea party dressed to impress for your daughter because it is the most important time of her day. You're going to show up to your boys' game, soccer, football, basketball. You're going to root them on like there's nobody else there because because why, why does it matter what they think of you? If anything, they would be encouraged, Right. To hear the, the dad yelling for his son, I know I would be. Shut the door to your office today. Closed. It is done. 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. You're done. You're going to go play on the floor with your kids. You're going to build something fantastic out of Legos, and then you're going to smash it down. You're going to break out the, the, the ancient historical figures of G.I. Joes and Transformers and, yes, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and He-Man, and you're going to have a galactic battle. You want to do something great? Spend time with your kids. Prioritize that. When you focus on that, you will win with your kids. You want to build something great? Build a relationship with your sons and your daughters. 